Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. No, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Polly is a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional. Professional review on Holland's Drag Race. Drag Race. Just Drag Race the, Holland. Uh, yeah. The Poofter Awards. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we say that, I just feel like we're, we're swearing. But, like, we have reclaimed that We're word. reclaiming it. We have reclaimed yes, it. reclaiming our time, reclaiming everything. <laughs> we can say it. You can't say it. When you say you, is it me, the listeners? Anybody who's not a puffer. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, um, what we've done, we've already just finished doing Drag Race Holland. Mm-hmm. So, we're about... We're basically finished reviewing episode by episode. We had the finale yep. last week. We had the winner who was Miss Envy Peru. Congratulations. Congratulations, Envy. And in true um, tradition, what we usually do the week after is we do a Pufter Awards. And you're probably mm-hmm. wondering to our new listeners, what is the Pufter Awards? You know, we're not just here to... to just toss around homophobic slurs. Yeah. Um, it's it's the baf- It's a play on words. It's very very clever. I'm sure you can tell. Yeah. The BAFTA awards. The Pufter awards. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> As if you needed an explanation. I felt you like know. you were doing the Alyssa, <laughs> rubbing your hands together, <laughs> like there was a Santino. Can you shut the f up with your no drag knowledge mouth? <laughs> <laughs> And all you hear is cricket. <laughs> uh, so basically, what we're going to do today, basically, it's going to be like a a summary. But you know, mm. we we've just seen that we're going to just talk about the season in general, yeah. mm-hmm. and then during the discussion, what we do is we we tend to give out awards. We talk about what happened. Um, if you've been listening to us from the get go, you'll realize that there's certain awards that we go through, which is like mm-hmm. the best lip sync, the mm-hmm. lip sync assassin, the comedy queen, the fashion yeah. queen, best look, best judge. We also crown the Miss Congeniality. Now, I don't know if you've realized this, but quite lately. Miss Congeniality has phased out. It's not an award that has been given lately, has it? it? It's something that's When present. was the last time we had a Miss Congeniality? Seriously. It was in season 12. It was season 12 uh, named... Who? Um, Who was Miss Congeniality season 12? Oh, Heidi. 12? Heidi Ann Closet. Of okay. course, of course. Beautiful, dazzling, amazing angel soul, Heidi Ann Closet. Mm-hmm. Um, the only worthy person, really. Um and yeah, th- I think when it's not like a full on proper, like in inverted commas, proper main series season, they they don't really name one. Like we had to um, announce Canada's Miss Congeniality, didn't we? Who did we give it to? Uh, probably Jimbo. <laughs> we love Jimbo. No, no, no. It wasn't Jimbo. It was um, no, Jimbo was too like. Shady. Who was the runner up? It was Alien Queen Actress. <laughs> <laughs> that was Early an amazing impersonation. Rita was a great girl, wasn't she? I think Sweet we gave heart, it to Rita Bagger, yes. Yeah. We also, I don't know if you know this, but we crowned the real winner. Anastasia Anakwe. Had, <laughs> had the um, judging been proper, we, uh, we actually went episode by episode how it should have gone, how mm-hmm. it would have gone. And somehow we ended up with Anastasia Anakwe's winner. I don't even know how that happened. I might have to go re-listen to that podcast, but I mean, I trust. <laughs> I know how it happened. I trust me. I trust our judgments. So do usually. I. Like it should. Like she was the, the who real you shouldn't judge as the judges on the damn Canada's Drag Race. That was that was a moment, wasn't it? That was that was 
eight weeks of frustration. Like, I think everyone was angry every week at um, JBK, whatever. Yeah, it was, it was several weeks of, excuse me, what are your qualifications? Can I see your GCSE certificates, please? Yeah. Um, I think we trust the judging in Holland's Drag Race a bit more. I don't think we wildly disagree too no. much. No. If anything, there was every week went exactly how I thought it would. Every week, the tops, the winners, the bottoms was what I would say. You I, were wrong every week except for one week. The one week that I, you were right, I was wrong. So there's only one time. I, but I, generally, I dissented a couple of times. Just, what that tells me is that I'm really good at judging. I'm really, really good at... In and, touch with Dutch culture, apparently. That's what's going on. Um, culture, full stop. Um, <laughs> Dutch culture, Canadian, American, New Zealand, Kiwi, whatever, you name it. There. Indian culture, I'm very... <laughs> hey, India. No, we've just realised, and I don't know how this has happened. We've got a lot of listeners all of a sudden in India. Hey, and I just want to say, hey. Yeah, hey, India. What's up? How's it hey, going, guys? India? Like, reach out. Reach out. Like, get in touch with us on Twitter. Reach out. Reach out and touch faith. Oh, I just want to say hi. I mean, yeah. I'm, always, I'm always happy to see new listeners from everywhere. So um, if you're a new listener today, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I guess we should tell you what we do. Now, what we do do is overall... What we do do? Um, what, we, what we do do... <laughs> what we do do is we kind of review... Well, not review because it's... We kind of watch the episodes of anything popular culture at the moment our main focus has been rupaul's drag race now we're strictly not a rupaul's drag race podcast although that is 99.99999 percent of everything that we've been doing but i think we intentionally started this podcast as a way for us to talk about popular culture that's what i that's that's what we described to do and we've kind of just reviewed every single week um rupaul's drag race because it's It's just kind of something that we really really love isn't it and it's been a heck of a year of drag race has been no letter, frankly. Frankly, is the this next, the first time? The next this, couple of weeks, is our, the, our first actual drag race break, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna be releasing regular content. But the uh, we've not had an announcement for season thirteen yet, although we know it's been filmed. We've not had an announcement for All Stars six yet, though we know it's been filmed. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, so there's going to be a couple of weeks where we're, we're going to find other things. I really want to talk about Dracula uh, well, Resurrection. There's, there's so much that we can talk about. We can may, mm. maybe, I don't know if you guys would allow this, but we might even chance it and walk, talk about things that aren't drag related. What do you, what do you think about that, Tom? I, 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 that makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable, frankly. <laughs> like I'm palpitating right now. Yeah. Okay. Just Palpitatia if, is my yeah. name. At the end of the day, no matter what we do, just remember that Silky was ready to lip sync for her motherfucking life. And just take I inspiration. Was ready. <laughs> just just take that for inspiration. <laughs> no matter what happens in life, she was ready to lip sync for her life. That what does day. that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. What we do is we kinda talk about whatever. Yeah. And whatever we have in terms of our experiences or what we love to do. Tom is a psychiatrist, not allegedly. Just, not not a psychologist. Not a social worker, not a mentalist, none of that. <laughs> He's an actual psychiatrist. There's people that you pay hundreds of pounds per hour to talk about nothing. Except I work in the NHS and so I'm paid nowhere near hundreds of pounds an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Thank working you. on going private. Okay, so anyone in London, <laughs> in London, and uh, hopefully, is it, what's that? What's the name of that street in London? Harley Street. Harley Street. You know, Tom. Tom, listen, listen. Look at me, Tom. I'm your spiritual advisor. <laughs> Thank your you. Your career advisor. I see you working 
on the Harley Street one day. I feel this is just, just let me strong sense of connection to the NHS. I, I no, don't try it. You've told me you want to go private. I've had my days. Yes. where I wanted to go yeah. private. You will go private. Okay. <laughs> you have a cat to put through college. Okay. I mean, she's she, a, she's, she's very ex- advanced. She's cat. expensive taste. You yeah. need to go private. I'm sorry. And I'm here to. There's a second one who's not quite as advanced. Yeah, but yeah. he he he's got. You know, additional needs. I just and want to we tell need to you, fund that. So you need to stop being so selfish and realize right. that the world's bigger than you. <laughs> My we household need, is bigger than me. We need a new podcasting studio. I need yeah. the new mics. These new, <laughs> these is amazing new expensive podcasting mics that I really. To be honest, we've got really good podcasting gear. It's cool. we've got well, we've got top uh, as cool. as it's the top notch stuff. It's what it, it's what all professionals use, and we're professionals, <laughs> professionals, professionals. <laughs> so uh, I think we're doing good in that sense. So Tom throws his opinion on whatever, and he kind of. Gives us a good background in psychiatry, but it, it comes and goes. When it's relevant, when it's we, relevant, we, we, gives we it. chat a little bit about our perceptions. There you go, don't we? And um, and I'm I'm just here. I'm, I just push record. You are a performer extraordinaire. Can I get an amen? You give us the. <laughs> Can I get an You give us a lowdown on the world of showbiz. You give us a lowdown just on singing, dancing, acting. <laughs> Thank you, Jade. Where my people at? Where my people at? <laughs> Roxy Andrews. How you gonna? How you gonna lowdown my mother to yourself? I'll do the coco. <laughs> just snorting and snarling at the microphone yeah. who I will fly my eyeball ain't flying no I will way. say I'm very much enjoying being able to listen to Race Chaser again because yes. they're not talking about an active season exactly because I'm sure our regular listeners will know that we, we like to not pollute I guess okay. our opinion with other podcasts and what we here what we here because I'm a big listener but I love podcasts mm-hmm. Do you know, and I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again podcasts make you feel like you're not alone like you're part of a discussion, yeah. you're part of someone's conversation. Mm. And I always would listen to a podcast as I cycle to the gym because mm-hmm. it takes me about half an hour to cycle there. Mm-hmm. I listen to a podcast as I'm cycling. I listen to the podcast when I'm at the gym and it just it just fills in that empty space and it just makes life less boring. And it's probably why you listen to us. I have a feeling that a lot of the people that listen to us don't even watch Drag Race. If you're one of them, let us know. I'd be the majority, to know that. the majority of them listen to Drag Race, but I think people just listen for the sake of listening. And I love, <laughs> and, I, and if I, you're one of these people, hi, I love you. I th- I think our podcast would be a little bit impenetrable without some Drag Race knowledge, because we're using references to Drag Race all the time. Yeah, like people would not get that whole kind of get an amen thing that you just did. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, that sounds nice. He's got a nice voice. Oh, thank you. He sounds like Tamar Braxton. <laughs> Yeah. Tamar, do you do you even watch the show? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. See, that's another one. Nobody would get that. But what I would like to consider now, there's a couple of exciting things in the pipeline. Now, Ooh. one of them is All Star Six, which you know is being filmed. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have looked at the rumor and confirmation uh videos on YouTube and also uh, had a little look on Reddit. There's also another thing in the pipeline. I'd like us to talk about All Star Six first, though, because it seems like the cast has been confirmed now, okay? Hasn't it? And it's basically what we that everybody we spoke about, except Chanel. Oh, Chanel! <laughs> that's such a that's such a UK uh, Chanel. Thing. Yeah, but you know what? Why would you come back if you've kind of already made it? Like, 
I always think when I think about this about people like Chanel coming back and people like I would not see Raja coming back because when you've already made it you've only got something to lose not to gain anymore and and I I use the specific example of Adore Delano in mm-hmm. season two. She was already bloody well successful. Mm-hmm. You had no reason to come back to a reality reality TV show where your brand is no longer your own, where your narrative is no longer your own, yeah. and you can't control that. It's, it's when you've done so well. Why would you put your fate in, in in a team of people who are there to make entertainment, not not for your benefit, but for the benefit of views, for the benefit of building their empire? I don't know why Adore came back. I really mm. don't. I don't get it. I agree with you in the, with with Chanel because. Um, Chanel has already had experience of the show of being portrayed in a certain way that wasn't to her favour. And she's a phenomenally polished and tra- uh, talented drag queen who does not need to come back to Drag Race because she's got a job for life in Vegas or wherever she chooses to lay her hat because she can do 57 <laughs> character <laughs> illusions. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, we adore Chanel yeah. and she's such a talented drag queen. Exactly. And she doesn't need to come back and she's kind of done a bit dirty. Do you remember she's done a bit dirty by um, Celebrity Drag Race? Because she did makeup for people and wasn't credited properly for it. I think they... Um, it was in one of the like bits on YouTube or something. Yeah. But she wasn't the, the main body of the show. Mm. And like th- that's not fair because she's amazing. And like Chanel, because you are listening, we love you. Because you are beautiful internally Inside. and on the outside <laughs> no but in all sincerity we love Chanel the thing that saddens me is she's such great reality TV material that like I would love to see her again but I see why she you know it's not to her benefit to come back to the show yeah now the rest of the cast is basically the girls that we mentioned before so I just quickly name them very very quickly I'll run through the list go on Jan Jiggly Caliente Eureka O'Hara Sonique Scala Envy, Pandora Box, Jada Sophia, Ginger Minge, Akira Chanel, Davenport, Trinity Carbonell, um, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Raj O'Hara, and Serena Chacha, which is a funny number. It's 13. Hmm. What do you make of that? Nothing, Tom. <laughs> no. I, no, nothing. I think it's a wonky number. I think one of the seasons has had 13 girls, but usually it's like a nice even number. It's... I mean, this is a time where it's. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. What I'm trying to say is that it's the. There's the pandemic. You know, we're in the mm-hmm. pandemic now, and a lot of the girls won't be getting much from it. So I wonder what. I wonder if the the reason they've got such a um, eclectic a collection of ladies mm-hmm. is because a lot of the first choices didn't accept because i mean now is not the time to be going out and about trying to do a bit of promotion on you when you can't really do anything further than that i agree in a sense i mean we've got a couple it's now traditional isn't it to have like um all stars one redemption girls so we've got pandora and jara there who i'm very very much looking forward to seeing again because i'm a listener of podcasts Mm. i do want to let you know that apparently juju b has been called again to return what? yes no there was someone else I was <laughs> juju b's been given the call to return and there was one other one other girl that's from um 
another All Stars girl that's been called again to come back, and I can't remember. Choo Choo coming back is sheer craziness. She's just come off All Stars five. I mean, I just apparently they're making their money uh, for whatever reason. She's been given the call. I, I I think Pandora is one of those girls who really really deserves an All Stars one redemption because of the whole Mimi fiasco. Yeah, and Jada, Jada is so fantastically talented. I'm just very much looking forward to seeing her again. Yeah, and she, Serena Chacha is, I mean, the she's a revolutionary. She is a innovator. <laughs> she's an innovator. She is. she is the future, the future, the future <laughs> of a drag with her soft sculpture. Why do you furiously beat your face in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I think that. I really want to see what's happened with Serena Chacha because she came into the show, as we all know, a young, vivacious, confident <laughs> entrepreneur of a drag. You know, she was there saying, guys, um, I do a different kind of drag. I've kind of mm. created it myself. It's soft sculpture. So yeah, I don't know if you yeah, guys know. Yeah. You guys want to listen? Detox. Mm-hmm. Hi. Um, <laughs> do you want to do you want to get around all you people? Detox. I know you've been in those Rihanna and Kesha videos or whatever, <laughs> but um, I'd like you to listen to me for a moment. Yeah. No, but like she's one of those early out girls. It's, it's nice to see how she's progressed. I'd love an early out season, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then we've got likes of Jan. Jan's not really had a long time to marinade. We've got a bunch of girls from season 11. I'm looking forward to seeing Scarlet Envy in particular. I thought she was a, a girl who went too soon. Who yeah. really appeals to me. And we've seen her live. We saw her at London Pride. Who? Oh yes, mm-hmm. I talked to her. Oh my you god! Did. I don't know if you guys on London Pride. Mm-hmm. I was um, I was a backup dancer. You were for a few international and national artists on the <laughs> London main stage. So I was a backup dancer. So I was backstage and I saw it was Willem. I saw um, Scarlet. Scarlet. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a bunch of the Rue girls and I uh, I talked to them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Scarlet Envy came up and she was talking to us about like. Because we're rehearsing the dance, he's like, "Oh, you guys are you guys are great! Like, don't be nervous." And I was like, "Okay, first of all, (laughs) Scarlett, you don't know me. I'm never nervous. (laughs) I'm not nervous. I'm really excited. Um, It takes a lot to make me nervous. But thank you very much for coming up and talking to us. Thank you for the kind words. Yeah, thank you for the kind words. Um, You you never heard of the ball, have you? No, but that was really really cool. She was nice. Willem is very um." Very, very, you know what? She's not fake. She's what you see, what you get, what you mm-hmm. think of her and how she portrays herself, exactly how she is. She was very to herself. Mm-hmm. and um, But she's not very like, don't talk to me. If you talk to her, she's like, oh, hi. And I went up to her uh-huh. um, after one of my performances and I was like, I just want to let you know that me... Me, uh, me and you yeah, so yeah, we yeah. love you she's like oh thank you and she was but she was putting on her stockings and i think she was looking at me going um really this is the time you choose <laughs> uh, my tuck is exposed yeah Could you give me five minutes because um, i went to her at 10 i'm like i just want to say that i really want to say that you know uh, tom and i we we really love you we're really we we listen to your podcast. Yeah. Oh, she's like, oh, thank you. And she's like putting her stockings on. And I could just see her face going, this really is in the moment. But in mm. my defense, there was never a good moment because she was either always rehearsing with um, her dancers. And I, there was a guy called Steve. I don't know if Steve listens to the podcast, but hi, Steve. Of course he does. Steve is a amazing dancer. I met him in one of the classes I did in London. Amazing dancing. He's a fella. He's an Aussie. He's an Aussie, oh, so oh, he's an Aussie, and I'm a Kiwi, so we we kind of like get along here. We don't get along in our home our home countries because there's that rivalry, New Zealand versus Australia. But when you see an Aussie and a Kiwi in a foreign country, we just bond because we're like, hi, we're both 
strangers in this big world. So I saw him there. He's an yeah. amazing dancer. And he was actually the choreographer and one of the dancers for the drag queen girl. I should actually talk to him. He's an, I just he's phenomenal mm-hmm. inside and out. He does <laughs> so many different um, um, dance genre illusions of performance. <laughs> so I saw him there. And then he was he was one of the guys who introduced me to um, the girls. So how do we get to talking about me? <laughs> so I, I, uh, a topic I'm not comfortable that's, that's with, obviously. The, that's the, you know, all roads lead to Paolo. <laughs> but one other girl, obviously, very excited to see Trinity Cobonet. Oh, yes. She's a girl we've been hoping to see as a, a proper lip, lip sync assassin. Looking forward to seeing her. Great cast, though, but... And it's a big but. And it's a big but. And it's not Detox's but. Um, there's a very exciting rumour. Have you heard this rumor? Um, is it Adele? <gasps> no. no. It's about a potential all winners season due to start filming in early 2021. Now, do you know what this means to me? I'm sure you're going to tell us. From the tone and intensity, I think you can tell. It's This is amazing. So obviously, in my head, the most like ideal form of this would be a pure all 12 winners of the main season drag race coming together to fight out for a crown in the kind of like winner's circle but that's not how it's rumored to be and in all honesty there are some girls they're never ever going to get on there for example tara sanchez Um, king james thank you king james sorry that you know, with all due respect, that's how he prefers to be known now. I think he has dissociated himself from the name of Tyra Sanchez. Yep. So apologies, Kim James. Please don't threaten to bomb us. Um, moving on. <laughs> um, so, but they're, they're incorporating some of the All Stars girls and some of the international girls. So the strong rumors abound, and again, we've gathered this from Reddit and YouTube videos. So we've got the likes of some girls who are heavily rumoured to have already said yes. Alaska, Bob, um, the Vivienne, who I was I was hey, really, really, really happy about. Our UK representative. Yes. Give this girl an international platform. Oh, Vivienne's please. got her. She's got the snatch game done. Yes. She's got the look done. Makeup, it's dead. Can we please have a Scouse International oh All-Stars gosh. winner of winners? Right. Winner, please. Um, who else was that? Violet, Violet has uh, apparently said yes as well. Violet's quite keen. Okay, well, um, you know, they need someone to go home first. Oh, I think that's unfair. I mean, I know what you mean because there are some girls who are like consummate full packages, like Bob, Alaska, um, Bianca, Jinx, who are who 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 are the girls who I I consider, frankly, like shoe ins for like top four. But um, I think Viola, like, she's got a lot of hidden talents. I mean, she was portrayed as just like a fashion girl in her season and a bit of a bitchy upstart. But I've watched a lot of her YouTube videos and she's phenomenally talented. And Actually, she's got an amazing dry sense of humor. And she's so knowledgeable about the world of fashion. I, I've got a real soft spot for Viola Chachki. Can I please recommend to our viewers as well, the fashion photo reviews when Violet was sat with Katya. Fantastic. Please check them out. Anyway, who else was there? Can you remember anymore? I don't remember because I haven't seen this list. Um, well, it was Alaska, Bob, um, 
I mean, Alaska, clearly they're incorporating All-Stars winners as well. Which I don't think they should do. Well, the, for an All-Stars for an All-Stars winner's season, I want to see the winners who didn't have to, who've never lost. Okay. I want to see the original winners. I want to see the winners of the winners, not the winners of the winners who lost before but then became a winner. I just want to see the winners. And that means seasons 1 to 12, um, Canadian Drag Race Pianca. I want to see, I would love to see Vivian, who I'm happy that you said she's confirmed. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the Thailand. I'm, I know there's Thailand. I want to see so New Zealand. So yet to delve into. The New Zealand um, Drag Race winner. I want Very to well see yeah, yeah. Envy Peru. I want to see the ones who won it, who don't have a record of any losses um, behind them. I just want to see those queens in there. So I don't want to see Alaska. And I love Alaska, period. She is uh, my Pisces sister. (laughs) I'm a Pisces when I want to be. Is she still a Pisces though? I don't know. I'm sure (laughs) I think she... I just want to see um, those ones. So... The All Stars, you're kind of tainted because you're not really a winner. You, you've, you've, you're a loser, and I do not want to see, especially Monet. Don't you call me a loser? Don't you lump me in with you? I am not a loser. <laughs> um, okay, I, let I me see rephrase we... it. None of us won. None <laughs> of us won tonight. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> um, so w- I see where you're coming from, but a, a pure. 12 winner season is never going to happen and also there are some other winners like Sharon Needles and I'm not going to go into it in any depth but she's been mired in controversy lately as well mm. and after Sherry Pie I see World of Wonder probably distancing themselves from the from, likes of Sharon unfortunately well, distancing themselves from anyone who will have to force them into doing more production editing work which is more money let's be very very real yeah I mean I don't know if they I mean, surely on some level they care that people are doing wrong, but I'm looking at season 12 especially, how they had to go back into production, mm-hmm. re-edit everything, um, mm-hmm. do the whole thing again to hide Sherry Pie, um, to come up with a different production story. You know, that okay, who's the new villain? How are we going to do this? Where mm. the new relationship's coming up? When you take away one queen, you essentially, st- you're changing a story. Let's think about... Yeah. For example, if you look at Harry Potter, what would you do if they took away Voldemort? They need to find a new villain. What would you do if they took away Hermione? They need to find a new support character who had the brains. So you need to basically rewrite the whole Definitely. production script. Which and is that would have taken more time. They would have taken them more money to uh-huh. hire these people again, to do the job, to go back into the studio, to do all that technical editing. It would have peed them off. So of course they're going to be extra sensitive to anything that's going to make them have to go through that again and spend Indeed. more money. Indeed. Indeed. And there are other queens um, who um, don't seem to feel as though it would do them good to go back to the drag race environment, like Trixie Mattel. Trixie has basically said, uh, wild horses couldn't drag me back at this point. She said that on several occasions, really. Apparently, Bianca is persuadable. We'll see. From what I know, because you know this, I listen to podcasts a lot. Podcasts Mm. I listen to is other um, other drag race ones i also mm. listen to sports ones alan now loud and live sports podcast mm. i listen to some um so mask for mask, some pt yeah. some personal training pt daily podcast i uh, i listen to was i listen to podcasts a lot and a lot of the podcasts i've listened to that are the same kind of drag genre mm-hmm. they talked about queens who have already said yes jinx monsoon has said yes she'll oh, do it i can't wait to see jinx again um, like my Bob, core my core cast who i really want to see is Jinx, Bob, Alaska, Bianca. 
Jinx has said yes. Bob the drag queen has said yes. Alaska's and she always just, up for drag She hasn't just said yes. Bob said yes, I'll do it, and yes, I will win. She's she's no she's no doubt that she would win. I'd love to see Sharon there as well because I think she's a full package. But I th- I can I can understand if she's not invited. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the later queens, it seems like they're further down the list. I think the idea of queens who just won. They seem less appealing. Like, obviously, Jada is a fantastic full package, but she seems further down the list. Also, she hasn't had the chance to kind of build in popularity in the sense yeah. of traveling around the States, traveling internationally to get, you know, so, so people can see her outside of the TV box. People get to experience her in real life and kind of mm-hmm. yeah, build her fandom from there and, similar and get with, some money. Similar with Evie as well. But can you imagine? I think. Well, not really. Evie's had a lot of time. Can you imagine, because um, Monet, I think, has allegedly said yes as well. I would love the idea of the dynamics between Bob and Monet, as much as I'd love the dynamics between um, Alaska and Sharon, given their history. Oh, imagine. Like, wow. Um, I think Trinity, if she said yes, Trinity, the Tuck Taylor, she'd be a fantastic competitor again as well. Yeah, we do. Like, Trinity's a full package. I'd love to see her. I think, like... Violet, I've already mentioned. Aquaria, hmm, hmm. Well, you said she won the Snatch Game. She did. Like, She's an amazing I still, dancer. I still don't fully understand. I mean, she she won it. I saw it and I saw her performance. I still don't quite understand how Aquaria came out with that performance. Do you know what I mean? I'm still like a bit baffled by how she came out with that really good comedic performance when she was she really struggled to articulate herself a lot of the time. Hmm. Okay, but um. Your your character, it's acting. When you've studied a character and you've studied their lines, which is what she would have done, mm. it's easier to speak because you've, you're just reciting things you've memorized. Some of it was when so When you're looking at Aquaria and her, the way that she is naturally, she has to think of those stuff on the spot. I don't think she has the natural wit. I don't think yeah. she's, she has the gift of the gab, but I think she knew the Snatch Game was coming and I think she's really really worked hard at that snatch game memorizing the lines memorizing mm. mannerisms already having responses to possible things to be asked that is around her i think she she studied that i think uh, I, I think i'm told raja has probably said yes as well i would raja i think doesn't i love raja so much and i think she had her eyes in the prize during season three one of our first fashion queens i think raja such a like chill like pot smoking personality i'm not sure she dropped the killer instinct anymore yeah do you know what i mean and bibi bibi we've already seen come back for all stars three and so i'd worry a little bit about bibi in this environment as well Mm. like i'm not sure if it'd do her good do you know what i mean i mean if this does come to fruition i'd be very very excited chad says she's never returning chad has said i will never come back chad's not going to come back uh, but I would, I would love to see how this this does go. Is Shay too recent as well? Do you think? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I would. She's got her redemption story. She shouldn't come back. Mm-hmm. She had to come back. She needed to come back to All Stars because of the way that she was killed off. <laughs> um, let's be off. let's let's be real. Shay oh. Shay needed to come back. She needed to to. She needed that W. She needed that win because, like, she was high, 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 went mm. to the finale, and she wasn't just, like, let go. She was 
She was killed off. Do you know how I can tell you've been watching Ink Master, the way you came out with W then? Um, the other thing, <laughs> like the other international girls, Priyanka and Envy, um, they don't seem to be in consideration the same way. People have said it's kind of like, oh, it's only season that Rue has presided over. Okay. Which, um, you know, look, and I think that covers everyone. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I... I think we should really get to the Pufter Awards, please. The Pufter Awards. If you're at home and you're alone and you're not, you know, and you're not gay, feel free to say it. Say it with me now. Three. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't Let's say it with there. pride. Let's reclaim it. Yeah. Three, two, one. Pufter Awards. <laughs> so this is the Pufter Awards. Now, what we're going to be doing right now is we're going to go through the season. We're going to talk about the moments that count. This is the moment that counts. <laughs> Okay, look <laughs> at the moment that counts, and we're going to give what we think. Um, who was the best in this and that? And the first mm-hmm. one we're going to talk about is the Lip Sync Assassin Award. Who do you think the Lip Sync Assassin Award goes I, to? I'd like who to, was the Lip Sync Assassin this season? I'd like to preface this by saying that overall, love Drag Race Holland, and to me, it was a season of like amazing aesthetics first and foremost, and that that's where the queens sound like. I don't know if it's something about the culture within Holland, but not many of the lip syncs blew me away. Is that fair to say? Am I being a horrible bitch queen from You're hell? You're being a horror. How dare you? They had the best lip syncs ever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, they, they were a bit short of a bunch, weren't they? Do you know what? Before I proceed, I'd like to uh, defer to you because you're our performance expert. Look, when I there has to be runners up. There has to be, who am I going to be looking at here? Hmm. For me, the three candidates is Abby OMG, yeah, Janae JK, and uh-huh. Chelsea. Okay. Now, Chelsea's like, you're probably wondering why Chelsea. I can look at someone and know that they know how to dance. Mm-hmm. They may not be a technical dancer. They may not like, know how to do ballet. They may not have the foundations of ballet or jazz. But I can just look at someone and know that they can create the right picture with their bodies in certain ways that they move. And Chelsea Boy had that for me. And I said that very early on, yeah. especially in the Vogue challenge when they had to do that Vogue. Um, mm-hmm. Guess who back in the house? Here's kicking about. Very strange, and heavily added very, very heavily. I saw the way that she was. Um, I saw the the pictures that she was creating with her body, especially with the Vogue. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this she's she she can move. Mm-hmm. She may not. I don't know if she can do ballet, dance, uh, jazz. I don't know if she can do all the other stuff, but I know she knows how to Vogue. So um, I put her down there also because I really loved her performance against Janae and that lip sync. They yes. sent her home eventually. I yes. thought that she blew my mind there. It was a, a mix of surprise factor at this quiet queen. Mm-hmm. performing so vivaciously mm-hmm. and um and also the fact that she was actually pretty good so i had chelsea there i look at janae because janae also did pretty okay against chelsea if yeah. i had to pick a winner i would have chosen chelsea to be very honest in that lip sync but chelsea's weef fell off and we know now we know all of us now ever since um the earlier seasons where taking your wig off became like you're sending yourself home. Season one, it was a mark of, yes. I'm breaking out. I'm being exuberant. Yeah. Season two onwards, don't do it, girls. Like, Just don't, don't do d- it. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. No. Just don't do it. It was a Michelle... No, no. Worry about leaving your wig on. That, 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 her words, her words. And then we look at Janae, and there I look at that Maxima, that yeah. tango she did, which was 
per- it was beautiful. I think, I think it was so G- good. Janae's a good little mover yeah. to me. Amen. Definitely, she is. And uh, to me as well, I I do think she sent Chelsea home quite convincingly because I, she gave me like Dolly vibes during that lip sync. I, I I believed her as the winner of that lip sync. But sure. Crack on. And then I look at Abby OMG and Abby OMG who did the um that Maxima as well when she was the younger the younger version the party girl and she was doing that yeah. dance there heavy dancing I thought that was good then I look at the Vogue Maxi challenge where I thought that her movements there were as well okay let's look at that Vogue episode there mm. were no one killed the Vogue dance challenge the dance challenge where they got that Vogue queen to teach them a set to um, call me mother none of the queens killed that none of them slayed that yeah. and we know that they didn't because they did everything that they could in production to not show them doing choreography. Also, they, they kept like doing clips here and there, but they never really showed the whole picture of the queens. And if they did, it was for a few seconds. It was They were really trying to hide how bad the queens were. And the judge hinted, didn't she? She said, our job is to make voguing look easy. And today we proved that that is quite difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so, ooh. <laughs> Shade. Yeah. Shade. Um, I also look at Abby in the um, lip sync with um, in her lip syncs. You know, she sent four queens, three queens home. I mean, I think it's Abby. Yeah. I think it's Abby, really, I just think... based on statistics. And, you know, she could move. She could drop into a death drop. She could drop into a split. Uh, uh, a split? Like, there's no T yeah. because she was almost there. Yeah. <laughs> like she didn't get all yeah. the way down into a split. She went down into a split. Yep. Yeah, that tuck didn't quite hit the floor. Mm, exactly. So, yes. Do we agree that the Lip Sync Assassin Award is definitely Abby OMG? I'm going to go for it. I mean, because yeah. she sent the most girls home. Yep. Didn't necessarily agree with all of those decisions. Serajin. But there we go. Okay. There she is. Great. Congratulations, well, Abby. Congratulations, she was, Abby. She was a, a wonderful lip syncer. Exactly. Yeah. Abby OMG gets the Lip Sync Assassin Award for Drag Race Holland. Mm. Now, let's move to the next one. It's kind of related. What was the best and worst lip sync? So, I've got a best in mind. So do I. Uh, the best for me. Are we thinking about it the, the same one? Should we try one and say the girls' names uh, Alphabetical order. Okay, ready to go. Three, two, one. Abby versus Megan. What? Come off it. Oh, come off it. Come off it. He's a Brit. Um, uh, To me, like, I found Chelsea versus Janie quite compelling. I enjoyed that nine to five. It was it was fun. Both girls gave it large. I see where you're coming from, though. I could. I I think um, Megan versus was it Abby? Yep. Was quite compelling viewing as well, and it's it's vying for the top spot. Oh, you know what? You're right. The Chelsea versus Janae was actually a very good lip sync as well. But I really do love Abby versus Megan. Megan Scrimbridge. Megan was a great lip syncer, actually. Mm. Megan went quite early, so we didn't see all a lot of her. But I'd be happy with either. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not gonna physically fight you here in the living room, even though you're raising your fists to me yeah. and you're scowling at me. Um, I mean, those two are very, very worthy. Now let's look at the strength of each candidate. Chelsea was amazing. Janie was good as well. Janie, Janie like for me, do you know what? Sticks let's, out my mind. Let's give it to Janae versus Chelsea. Yep, I yeah. think so. They, they they got the best one. I know, for me, I don't want to say the word worst because I'm all about positivity. Which lip sync had the least effect? 
that, that was was least effective? I, I can tell you quite categorically, actually. Which one? And it, it comes from the standpoint of being a big Madonna fan. Express Yourself was not done justice to with the first lip sync of the season. Okay, with, I, I, I can beat you. versus Megan. I can beat you. Go on. Go on, go on, go on. Ebby versus Mama Queen. You're talking about the fallover split. I'm talking about the whole thing was a, like a miss. The whole thing was a miss. Well, I don't even remember what the song was. What was it? I, first of all, I thought that Abby looked like Miley Cyrus. And <laughs> both of them were, it was just, it was really, really bad. It was, it was, it was very close to like watching Mariah Carey's <laughs> New Year's Eve performance. <sighs> where I'd it was just watch like that. You couldn't, you couldn't not watch because it was so bad, but you, you did watch and as you were watching, you felt bad for them. Mm-hmm. You felt sorry for them. I really thought it was really that lip sync was just wrong. I thought it was going to be a double sachet, and I'll be very serious. And mm-hmm. I, they they have to have the the award for the the least effective lip sync. We're gonna have to rock paper scissors, is it? I think. No, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not budging at all. <laughs> okay. This was the least effective lip sync. Okay, all right. If okay, but I would like to just say honorable mention. Honorable mention because. Was- I was personally insulted by... Because we have seen Express Yourself done before. Yeah. It was done in season six. It was Kelly Mantle against Vivacious. Mm-hmm. And they, they gave it some. They or Vivacious gave it some. Mm. Ugh, Kelly wasn't treated well in season six. Kelly could have gone much further. I a think. lot of the queens actually do like Kelly Mantle. Apparently She's Kelly a really Mantle's talented a good reputation. Yeah. She's fantastic. Um, but just... Express yourself is it, the the way it hits my heart is express yourself is it a proper gay anthem? Yeah, it's like girls. It's, it's unfortunate that the the vocalist for that song I don't know her name. Um, she just she cut her, it down with her a bit name of training. Is Madonna, and I can get her on the phone if you would <laughs> like that. So those are the best and worst lip syncs. Now I want to look at the next one that I've got here. The comedy queen who was Holland's Drag Races. Comedy queen. So we've chatted about this a bit, haven't we? Because the girl... Uh, who, let's the, chat some more. The girl who came in there as the sort of touted uh, comedy queen was Sedergine. And I will make no bones about it. I, I stand Sedergine during this season. Yeah. Having said that, I went through in my head, like, what were the main comedy challenges? We had the kind of acting... The kind Goose of Girls. housewives um, yeah, the thing. That one. We had Snatch Game. And we had the... The kind of uh, exercise yes. season three inspired thing, uh-huh. and you know what? Envy Peru comes out on top. You're right, Envy mm. Peru. First of all, her snatch game <laughs> with the tongue and the lips. And then, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't get the reference, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. it. Mm. So her snatch game was hilarious. Her and that goose girls. I, I'm, I'm so mispronouncing it. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I think some like Rika girls. Isn't yeah, it? her yeah. and that one was really good. The exercise um, challenge where they She's had fab. to do that advertisement mm. for um, uh, fitness yeah. was amazing. You know what? Her reading challenge as well. The um, yes, especially her read to Sergine. Mm-hmm. Like it pains me that they still test their makeup on animals. And Sergine herself, uh, there's a cutaway. It's like that was very good. That was exactly. Very good, so envy, mm-hmm. envy's. Um, up there for the award. I also really loved in that in the um, I want to say this for Housewife Challenge. Okay? Yeah, we we'll call it. That. Um, Mama Queen and that was amazing, and she it was, was great. it was comedy as well as her acting chops were amazing. Like her acting is just really, really good in that character. She is she is pure woman. 
I feel she is a woman. She is a like, woman. She's a woman. She's a woman. Um, beautiful, gorgeous woman. I feel like what this is is like. This is why I like. This is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons I like Drag Race, is that sometimes girls come in there and they realize they can do something they didn't think they could. So Envy came in there thinking she's like pageant perfection. And Mama Queen came in there thinking she was a seamstress. And they discover their the comedic And Sarah Jean jobs. came in there thinking that she was a god. We're going to get to that. <laughs> We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Um, and um, yeah, look, they're our favourites. For com- I, I, I'm going to lean more towards Envy. Can I put someone else into the mix? Go on. Who made me laugh every episode? <laughs> Fred. Fred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fred made me laugh. I think we're going to come to Fred. I I think Fred needs... I mean, if are we allowed to put, like, non-contestants into this award? We are going to have a little category okay. for Fred. So that's a no. So let's go for Envy, shall okay, we? So Envy... I can't believe it's the Envy Peru got the Comedy Queen Award. Are we Envy agreeing on Peru that? Envy Peru was the Tracy the Tuck Taylor of this season discovering her comedic side through Drag Race. Well, maybe she, maybe I don't know. I think she knows that she was funny, but okay, sure. Her, drag she never mother, said she her, never said that she didn't think she was funny. Her, but I just like what her background tells us, and her drag mother is a Miss Continental, who's envies. Yeah, yeah, she's a beautiful, gorgeous trans woman who's a Miss Continental. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Abby is from the same cloth. I, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know. Her. I, I don't know her. <laughs> All right, so comedy queen. I guess you're right. A comedy yeah. queen. If this is not including Fred, because I think Fred should have won. But the comedy queen for the girls is, is envy. Envy. So Yay. congrats, envy. That's yours. That's yours for Holland's Drag Race. Let's- so flipping the coin and coming on to our next category, which is fashion queen of the season. You're right. Yep. So I've got one name in mind. I, I, I can I can tell you right now who gave me the most consistent runways of the season, apart from the one she went home on. Um, okay, I've got my my queens who I think. Go on, you might have a bit more flexibility than me. Um, I've got three girls who I think is um, up for this award. I've got a couple of honourable mentions. Okay, um, my three queens is Mama Queen, mm-hmm. Chelsea, and Serajine. So. Just to build on that, for me, Sedegine is my only girl on the catwalk. I've said it before, but what Sedegine gave me was like what I expect and love from a drag queen, which is telling me a story, giving me comedy, giving me making comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a different kind comedy. of comedy. She makes me smile and makes me laugh through is, the story she tells on the runway. Is the wife so, not working? <laughs> comedy. Uh, sorry, I can't hit my mics. It's a my, different my, kind my of comedy. My headphones aren't working. I thought you said comedy. Let me just check the sounds. So all the way from her Marie Antoinette Let Them Eat Cake runway. Um, Which I loved. Which I loved all the way. It's like that gorgeous, glamorous reunion runway, which was like a redo of her Piggy and Kermit. She did have the best returning queen look I mean, for me. she gave me everything. She gave me stone. She gave me tool. She gave me floor that length. Punk, that punk rock look that she gave as well. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. The the kind of Vivian But then what about, what about Chelsea? That... The umbrella, do you remember the umbrella look that she did? And I was convinced that there was a tornado coming to take yes. her, to take her and 
to take her somewhere over the rainbow, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I really <laughs> believe there was a tornado. And also... She that, wasn't in Kansas anymore. Yeah, that David Bowie spray look I thought was really good. She's my second. Very, very close second. But what about Mama Queen? Her 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 first one, the first look where she was like a pregnant Mother Maria, which I thought was amazing. That was beautiful. That cannabis look, that Miss Holland, that Holland cannabis look that she you did You loved that more than I did. I loved her finale look. The finale look, the I really, really... Quirtless. I thought that, that was great. The the ball challenges, I thought that she was really, really underrated there. The judges did not like it. I loved all of her looks there. And then even the diamond look, that was, she was in the bottom for that look. Do you remember the, the one with the, the diamond challenges? I thought that was unfair to her. I think I that throughout unfair. the whole season, they were really unfair to Mama Queen. I think Mama Queen really came. And you know, Mama the beautiful Queen's... thing, the beautiful thing as well is that Mama Queen makes her own stuff. They joked about it, but Mama Queen's concepts are a little harder to understand at times. Like, Sedajin told us, like, a very well-delivered story each time. And I, 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 I really can't think of a time when Sedajin came on stage and I thought, I don't get it, you know? The... Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Look, this is... You, I think Chelsea, you let me decide. a very close second for me because... You let me decide the lip sync because that's my expertise. And I, I do admit that you, you do have a bit of fashion eye than me. That's, that's not true. That's not true. So I'll let you, you make opinions. the final decision. I've, give, I've, I've pleaded my case. I'm, I have pleaded my case for Mama Queen. I really want her up there. You've given me a set of jeans, but it's, ultimately I'll let you decide. Just keep in mind that we've seen more mum, looks from Mama Queen than Cetagene. I, I saw Cetagene lit- lit- did, did create that Muppet look, which really was it was a Muppet look. But we've seen literally one subpar look from Cetagene the entire season. I'm I'm giving it Cetagene. Okay, well, congrats, Cetagene. But it's a nice contrast because she yes. came in as a comedy queen who did fashion, and Envy came in as a pageant queen who did comedy. So mm. I, it works. It works for me. I like that contrast. So uh, the the runner-up is definitely Mama Queen. I'm not going to accept anyone else. The runner-up is Mama Queen. Mm-hmm. And then the award for the fashion queen goes to Sarah Jean. Yeah. Sarah Jean, fashion queen. Sarah Jean, fashion queen. Like, <laughs> Pinot Noir, men's car. <laughs> Smoke a cigar. Do you know you don't have to be popular. Sarah Jean is like a, a Dutch name for aspirin or something. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Thank so you you're welcome. That. I was like, yeah, you know what that was on my mind. I couldn't sleep last night because I was like, what is Citizen Dutch for? <laughs> you're <have> welcome. <laughs> okay, on the same topic about fashion, let's talk about the best runway, the best look. So it has to be from one of the three girls we've mentioned, hasn't it? No, oh, it doesn't have to. If if someone else had an amazing look, then I want to hear their name. I'm going to tell you a personal favorite then. A personal favorite. Uh, Are you um, slurring your words there? I don't think I did. Oh, she I don't think, really I, think I enunciated beautifully. Okay. Put a cork in it. <laughs> Put a, really, there's, there's wonders for your enunciation. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm going to say, and this is going to be controversial, a personal favourite, but it's because of the reference, was um, Katana versus Melina by Abby. It just gave me wow. life. I loved it. It wasn't the most technically sophisticated that anybody put together on the runway, but I personally loved it. Wow. I'm happy to be bumped off on that. Well, I the best runway for me when I go see but the ones that stick up they stick up, sorry. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. Um the ones that really come to mind is 
Sarah Jeans, um, let me cake award. Oh, uh, sorry, Tom's got a grinder message coming up. Guys, we're we're cooking a roast. That's what this is about. Oh, <laughs> roast! Oh, um, sorry. You've... Let's get this roast to cooking. <laughs> the looks that come to mind a set of jeans let them me cake award i thought it was amazing i, I thought it, it was so new it. how she came in with a gown and there was actually like an open cupboard and it had tea and it was just so the like i thought engineering that, one, that must have gone into that it's fantastic so the, how did she get it there by the way uh, tom i don't from antwerp What's it? Is that where she's from? It's in Belgium. Okay. Because you remember? Because she's like, you Belgian. Remember? Abby was like, you Belgian. No, she said, you Belgian bitch, <laughs> Tom. Okay? <laughs> this, this, we are not Priyanka. We do not work for a children's entertainment TV show. We can say that word. Girl, what's wrong with you? I just, I just recall, I, I thought it was like offensive enough to like make that a reason for her not to be valid. No, so I started. For me, that's one of the best looks. It was beautiful. The Marie Antoinette, like the meat cake, a literal, like, oh, I've got a selection of cakes. And underneath was actually a really well-constructed corset oh, and tutu. Oh, no, and also, the um, I really, we have to mention Abby. Abby's floral look, that Miss Holland, that Holland look, where she had all those flowers. To quote like Michelle Visage again, no. <laughs> you I'm like wiggling that? my finger at Bowler right now. I love that. No. It, that was re- repulsive. It was repugnant. There are many looks that Envy Peru did that I loved. I think she is the queen of polish. Like she must have been a cleaner in yeah. her life <laughs> because she knows how to polish up. She can clean up a mug, a face, and anything. Chelsea also gave me some fantastic looks. I yes. love. I loved her. Um, you know, singing in the rain meets Marilyn Monroe look. Mm-hmm. I loved her Borg Queen, Alien Queen look. I loved um, her Mystique from X-Men meets David Bowie look. No, you know what? A lot of these looks, maybe... Are you looking at the one on the actual show or are you looking at the Instagram? Because on Instagram, all of a sudden, the the average look... Now, like, on TV, they're average. And then on Instagram, they've added all these effects where all of a sudden, their average gown looks bloody couture. I, I think... If you're talking about Chelsea in particular, I think that's unfair. I think she looked fantastic on the show. Um, who who, who are you going to... We discussed it. Who are you going to put forth? I think Sarah Jean's um, that tea, that queen tea I'll look. go for it. I'll go for it because I loved it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also... There's so many of Mama Queen's looks that I love as well. Mama was high concept and gorgeous a lot of the time. But I really want... To make note the fact that this was such a high quality runway season, I think the strongest runways that we've seen in a very long time. Yep, and in all sincerity, the runner-up again is all our Mama Queens look. I love that cannabis look she did. I love her the ball looks. That I just really loved her her looks. Well, let's actually I want to have a little discussion now. In Canada's next Drake Superstar Top Model Survivor mm. 2020 yes, Pandemic yes. Edition, we um. We did talk about the the idea or the what the realization that there was a production push for certain people, and um, the biggest production push in Canada's next drag superstar survivor was. <laughs> can we just say it was Priyanka? Well, you know, we have given our. What's opinion. her name? 
Priyanka, <laughs> eh, eh. Um, we've given our opinion that Lady Anastasia Anakwe should have won, actually. <laughs> and Priyanka, um, there was a sense that she got a little bit of preferential treatment from some of the judges. Yeah, there was a... No, not to take away from her as an amazing drag queen, but there were times when she could have, and they should have. At the end of the day, we should be angry at production, not like at, at the outcome of what they've decided. Like Priyanka's a great yeah, person. Priyanka's a great queen. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Props to Priyanka for being given that treatment. But yes. um, at the end of the day, they're the ones they're pushing out. And talking about production pushers, mm-hmm. can we look and see if there was anyone in uh, Holland's drag race that got kind of a production push? I have a clear person in mind. I don't think anyone. I think it was very fair. I think overall it was much, much fairer than Canada's Drag Race Superstar. Don't use Canada's next drag superstar as a standard of comparing what is fair and what isn't. That is just, you know, that was its own thing. Okay. With that in mind, I think there are times when Abby could have gone home and did not. Specifically, the point at which... She sent home Cedrigine. It was her third time in the bottom. Cedrigine and she... There, there wasn't that much difference between the lip sync. It could have gone either way. All right. And um, Abby was on with a bad track record at this point. And I believe... I believe there was a desire to... A, continue the storyline between her and Envy. B, keep... Although both of them are attractive men, actually... I think I think it was it, keep this like conventionally attractive kind of you know person in the competition. I think. So you think Abby got a push? You know what? I think Abby the... got a bit of a push. Okay, mainly because of the storyline with Abby, really. Really? Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? I do want to have a little. Okay, cool. Um, this is kind of related. Like, yeah, maybe maybe Abby did get a, did get kind of a push. The only time I saw that push, to be honest. Because um, it's not like throughout, it's not like a Priyanka from since episode one, yes. where she was pushed through, yes. and, they, and they gave her a win because she, they're like, how can we justify having her on episode nine without a win? How yes. how can we justify giving her a the crown if we don't give her a win? So not only was she pushed, she was given awards that I felt like should not have been given. For example, the um the partner, what, what do you call it? The the makeover, the makeover challenge. Yeah. Are you serious? Are you serious? I, I, I am serious that she should not have won that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um, um, Jimbo should have won that. Definitely, definitely. But let's look at production push. Yeah, maybe, but I don't think there was a push. I think there was one moment where I was like, oh, Abby, Abby was given preferential treatment in that one moment. Yeah, yeah. But like... It was only for me in that one moment. It wasn't like a throughout it, throughout the whole thing. It's enough, though. It's enough. Also, Abby was put in a three-way lip sync when it could have been a two-way lip sync. That kind of stuff. It's it's like spotlight stuff. You know? I think you just don't like Abby. I don't know what I, your problem is. I love I her. I told you. I told you. And any diligent listeners will know. Um, I wasn't a massive fan of Abby until the Mortal Kombat moment. And there was a lot more story there. I loved seeing her bond with her brother. I do want to look at Abby and... Abby, oh my, oh my God, and oh Envy Peru. Now they're sisters. They, they, they are from the it same. Used to be. <laughs> they're from the. They're from the same house. Yeah. They know each other. They're sisters. My, 
throughout throughout the whole thing, I need your opinion on this. What is their relationship? Because I think Abby looks at Envy as a big sister, as in she's going to look after me. You know, like Envy's a big deal. Like on episode one, everyone was like, we all know Envy. Oh my God, it's Envy. She is the most famous drag queen in Holland at the moment. And I think that uh abby oh oh my god is like yay that's my sister and we're gonna conquer this together me and Mm -hmm. her and she's gonna look out for me and that kind of vibe going on but like there are i don't i don't know if there was reciprocation and the appreciation of each other and their drag and their talents i think that abby definitely thought that Envy would have her back, but I think Envy was just there for herself and for the competition and the idea of friendship and loyalty just wasn't a thing to her. I think she was just so laser focused and she wasn't thinking about bringing Abby up with her. So there was no Alaska t-shirt moments, (laughs) all-stars. There was none of that Roloska Tox tox sisterhood that that kind of played into it. It was very much... I mean, what are are your thoughts on that? I... I I you know, I don't think Envy went in there with the idea that, like, I'm going to be this ruthless queen who's going to throw my allies under the bus. I think I think Envy is fundamentally, like, quite a sweet, decent person. And I, I think I think her main priority was, was the crown. And it got to a point where she really, really had to choose between her, her integrity... Her integrity. Her integrity and her loyalty towards Abby. Abby, on the other hand, went there thinking, I think, oh, you know, um, I'm an up-and-coming queen. I've got this great relationship with Envy. This is going to work out really well. And that she could rely on Envy. Um, it, but let's the- be real, she couldn't. Unfortunately, Abby suffered by comparison. She, um, you know, next to Envy, she did not have the same degree of polish, um, the same degree of kind of comedy chops. She had, it's unfortunately because Abby's her own person. She's got her own set of skills. I would say Abby is like a fiercer lip syncer than Envy. She's got her own vivacity. She's got her own like fire about her. She's very, very likable. I just, I was just trying to understand it because they're like, Every time they they were given the question on stage, you know, yeah. who should go home? Who should lip sync? Who deserves to be in the top three? And every single time, you know, Envy and Abby were on the stage during these questions. And every time Envy went with track record, um, this is how things are going in the competition. And I thought she would have at least gone with the emotions. Like, for example, do you remember Mama Queen mm-hmm. in the final four when they said, who, sh- who, who should be top three? Yeah. Mama Queen said, um, who, who shouldn't who shouldn't be in the top three? Mama Queen said, Envy, because I don't have a relationship with her the way that I have with, you know, she talked, to, she talked from her heart and what balls she had, like, excuse the irony, but like, you know, what balls she had to like not go by. It's not all about report card. It's, it's about like, who do I want to see? It's about a feeling. And I know that it's maybe not right in that moment. It's not like the pageant answer, but she said it. And I'm like, what if Mama Queen could have said that? Why didn't she break that trend and say, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't what? think it's this in her nature. I, th- I think she's a person who 
like integrity and honesty. Have you met people where it's easier for them to be a bitch to people that they're close with because there's a security that what does it matter? Like we're close and I can I can treat you that way and you're you're just gonna stay there anyway. So I don't mind throwing you under the bus. Because it's so comfortable in that in, in that relationship. What it boils Do- boils down to essentially I think Abby valued that friendship more than Envy did. Ooh. And um Abby, if you're listening, this is a <laughs> That's painful. Cut that bitch. That's pa- no, it's it's she pain- didn't win any money, she just won a crown and a really bad dress. Oh <laughs> joking. <gasps> Joke it well. It's painful, but it's something that Abby, if she's honest with herself, will be able to move on from. I would like to see a reunion of them two talking about their journey. Their journey during the whole uh Holland's Drag Race Superstar thingy. Anyway, I just wanted to have a quick look at that. Let's move on. We've got a few more categories left, and especially the most important we'll leave for the end, the Miss Congeniality. Who was Miss Congeniality for Holland's Drag Race? But before we get there, we've got a few more. I already know who you're going to choose. Now, we had the... um, the Jimbo Gone Too Soon Award, <laughs> you know, and previous winners for the Gone Too Soon Award has been... Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> Max. Well, you know, you know, we, we make reference to previous Queen's yeah. seasons we've not covered. Max is a good example. Acid Barry. Acid Barry. Um, I, I, recently in a rewatch of season 11... Kelly Mantone. <laughs> <laughs> season 11 reminded me that there were some strong girls who went quite soon in that one, like... Dixon and yep. uh, Mahamilla. She won the first challenge and then, you know, went before halfway through. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of queens who can fulfill. The, Na- uh, Lanasia Sparks springs to mind. She's okay. another girl. So this is the Gone Too Soon Award. And I already know, and I and maybe I agree with you, mm. the Gone Too Soon Award. No, maybe I don't because her, her snatch game just wasn't there. Sarah Jean, you're going to say Sarah Jean. I'm going to say Chelsea Boy. I think I saw Chelsea Boy in the top three, four. I I saw both Sergejean and Chelsea Boy in the top three or four. Um, yeah, I thought Chelsea Boy went a bit too soon. I think Sergejean is is a really good example of a girl who was doing very well. She was high nearly every week, and she had one bad week and went home. Yeah, it, I don't it, I don't agree with that lip sync that she went yeah. home. Now this is what you were talking about before. There was the lip sync between Serajine and Abby OMG, uh-huh. and and that the winner of that that lip sync was Abby OMG, and I don't agree with that. I really yeah. felt like none of them won that lip sync, but because of track record, Serajine yeah. should have gone um, continued in the competition. But Abby staying above Serajine was. That was the production push, and that's also the gone too soon. As so, we've always said, Abby did not achieve flight. She did not achieve fire breathing. You know, time travel, none of that. No, none she of it. None of this during that no. lip sync. So why did she stay? Yeah, but yeah, gone too soon. Award is definitely Sergine. I would say, but do you know what? Close second, as has been for other categories for me, is Chelsea Boy. Yeah, because agree, agree, hundred percent agree. I think she's a f- fantastic, visually creative artist. Who I would I would love to see on an All Star season, said and Chelsea both. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I mean, Chelsea Boy really came into her own, but can I just say too little, too late? Like, it's like she found her was, crazy, you know, her crazy fun side very late on. Very late, and by, by then it was too late. Now, mm. I'm looking at the last kind of categories, which is like the best fight. Mm. Can we just say that the 
I, the glue, the glue in Holland's Drag Race in terms of drama and excitement. I think it's Abby. I think Abby ONG because listen, because we were talking about her. The majority yeah. of this award ceremony. Let's look at the best fight. Both for me, the both best fights came with Abby. It was Abby versus Janae <laughs> and Abby versus um, Sarah Jean. Now the first one is it was um it was the first fight where. Janae JK had given her opinion yeah. and untucked uh-huh. to Abby. And Abby was like, I was like, yeah, she was like, this bitch is coming for me. And she <laughs> went outside. And then there was a confrontation where Janae was apologizing, saying, <laughs> I'm sorry about it. And then she said, but did I ask for your opinion? And she didn't just say it. She took a step forward. She had her finger at her. She walked up <laughs> her to her and was like, finger. Yeah, she was like, but did I ask for your opinion? But did I ask for your Do you know what else I think up, was crucial? She, con- she confronted her. Like, I, I think- thought there was going to be a fight i think abby was still in her heels and janae was not as well so janae was like a good like four inches shorter than her and I it was d- very like Ooh. i thought i i was like damn this girl <laughs> i i was like yes it was it. i mean i think we're in agreement that abby was our little firecracker of the season who brought a bit of drama she she brought she brought yeah, it yeah yeah she brought she brought it to the ball she was she is that bitch she's She's that. She's that girl. I knew she are, was. Are you that girl? She's, she's that girl. Because I, I think I, I. don't think she's that girl. But I think she's that girl. She's definitely that girl. So, and the, yeah. the other best fight was between her and Sarah Jean. I and love that one. Yeah, because Sarah Jean was nepa, nepa. which we do quote on a daily basis. <laughs> nepa, 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 nepa. But Sarah Jean was so unbothered, just like enjoying her whole coke. And that will make you even angrier, doesn't it? It makes you so angry when you're feeling your oats. You're like so. You're purely pissed. You're like, you're at rage. And yeah. they're just looking at you with like a, like. I'm not being funny though. Like, I, I'm not saying it would have got physical or even should have got physical. But like, I don't think Sedajin had much to worry about there. Why? She's just like a, a, a bigger, stronger looking character. I, I would not puss it. I'll puss it. I would not put it past. Abby to be a scrappy little fighter. She'd be scrappy. She would. She'd be determined. I would I, not put that, it past Abby. Sedashin would lead with throwing that glass of full fat coke in her face, and then take it from there. I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't condone violence. I don't. I don't condone violence. So um, I'm not like you. I just. <laughs> I'm just. Just keep a PG, please. Okay, <laughs> it's not that kind of show. The only confrontations I condone are through either Tekken or Pokemon. So the best fight is definitely. The best I, I fighter. think that the Nepa Nepa Nepa. The Nepa is best. Nepa yeah, yeah, Nepa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best fighter award. Yeah, we'll go with the fighter. The fighter I mean, is Abby. She's living up to a Mortal Kombat cosplay, oh, isn't she? It was a premonition. She is Katana, she is Melina, mm. she is Jade. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's all, all three. Yeah, yeah. She's all of them. <laughs> okay. Now the best I mean, there's also the best catchphrase. Like mm. Abby's just taking a she's She's pulling a Beyonce. She's taking him all the awards. Madonna wouldn't know that. I had to say Beyonce because Madonna didn't win that much. But she's pulling a Beyonce, taking home you. all of these categories. How dare, <laughs> How I, dare I, me? How dare me? <laughs> I invited you into my home. And I said, th- I apologized for that. Actually, you didn't. <laughs> okay. Look, we're coming to the end of it. I mean, let's, before we go with Miss Congeniality, who I have no idea who I, I want to who I want to gift this to. Bestoweth. Um, 
Actually, let's go on now. Miss Congeniality. Who was it? I think it might be Abby or Janae. <laughs> Janae? Should we I give it to Janae? Should we just, you know, like in Mean Girls, let's split that crown between the two of them. No, I, I think I think it's going to be uh, Mama Queen. Mama Queen? Um, she was consistently sweet. Honourable mention, though, I think, just because I got a vibe from her more than anything, she wasn't around long enough to confirm it for me, but I suspect... Megan? Patty Pam Pam. I suspect no. she's a sweetie. Yes, she's a sweetie, but that's not congenial. Tell me the difference. Go on. I think Megan Schoonbrood would have been Miss Congeniality had she been able to stay there longer because during their first fight with Janae came for Abby, uh-huh. um, Megan was the one talking to Janae saying, why did you say that? She, You should have given her, you know, she wanted a compliment, but why did you feel the need to... Like, there was that moment where Megan was talking to her and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I think if Megan had stayed long enough, maybe Megan, but... Given what we know, I think Mama Queen is Miss Congeniality. But you know, during that fight, um, Sedegine was comforting. Yeah, but then we also saw Sedegine. I'll um, be outside. Yeah, we, then we also and saw the next episode. Later, she was, was like throwing full fat coke in her face. So, yeah, I, so Sedegine's out of the running for this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely no. And I, Envy was comforting Abby, and then five minutes later saying she should go home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make up your mind, guys. What are you? You got a bear. Uh, we're gonna give it to. Ma- I think Mama Queen is Miss Congeniality. Mama was like drama free. She was very like let's smoke a blunt and love each other. That was like her vibe, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And she just has a maternal feel. I mean, she also brought cake for Madame Adonis. She made that cake. <laughs> She made that cake for Madame Madness. She stayed up all night. She made that cake. She she held up production. And there was weed in that make, cake. <laughs> I, maybe there was. There probably was. I can't wait to it's, try my first legal <laughs> space cookie. I'm, I'm, I'm too, you know, I will not break. I am not a lawbreaker. I do not break any laws. I'm a good, I am. If Angel was a human it's me it's <laughs> yes, paulo yes. so i will not do anything illegal but if i when we do go to amsterdam and maybe take our podcast in there hopefully talk to some people and watch some shows let's meet all these girls before these i check girls. into the hotel i am i am i am shopping for that space cookie it's i want to see it's easy over there you go to a cafe you yeah have, have i'll have with my mocha i'll have a mocha and some i'll whisper it because you know i'm good and some you get yourself a lovely Americano and a space cake. Yeah. Or just buy yourself a yeah, ready yeah, rolled yeah. blunt. You know, let's wrap it up. Miss Congeniality, which is one of the best awards that we that we bless people with, and that's definitely going to Mama Queen. And I think Of course I know your name. I blessed you with it. Alexis, of course I know <laughs> In the lee of a picture. <laughs> I could quote Moira for days. Yeah. I think Moira is she's she is the gay's god. She's up there. She's up there with many others like Lucille Bluth. Oh, yes. Yeah. Can you believe it? 95 years old and never tried pesto. <laughs> I have a vodka rocks. It's 6 a.m., mom. And with a piece of toast. toast. <laughs> <laughs> these are the people that we need to... Yes, these are people that you should know. This is pop culture. This is homo culture. You should know these people. We'll educate you on this. Anyway, overall, Holland's Drag Race was good. And I want to say, I loved it. They are, they're aesthetically the best looking drag. So art. good. They are just art, 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 art. 
They it's are, aren't they? Dimension art. They have the I best th- aesthetics. There, that was, be, it was so nice. Really Every do. runway was just such a an eyegasm. It really, really was. I mean, I think you know the the nearest comparison, you know, is Drag Race Canada, and Drag Race Canada had this like different sort of energy. But the the runways, like no, UK is closer than Canada. No, I mean like in time and in the fact that they're like consecutive international seasons. Okay, I mean you're talking about the looks, aesthetics, was because no, but, when what I, I mean, see Blue Hydrangea, then I see the Vivienne's looks, then I see that horse look from um the Vina de Campo. I, I mean, mean they had UK brought it. You did interrupt me before I finished my thought, so. Oh. <laughs> no, um, no what I'm saying is because you like, absolutely need to shut up. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is the absolutely. carpet comfortable? <laughs> um, the yeah, I mean, in terms of recency and international seasons, like the the difference in the aesthetic was really, really noticeable. I mean, you know, was it a perfect season? No, um, but these queens were so amazingly talented, and I'd like to come to our last prize which is for best judge which is going to fred van leer who we really really enjoyed this season we've said it throughout the podcast how she has that that wit she has the likability and that's what you need in a host isn't it like every time every time she um did the welcome to holland's drag racing Mm. that banter with the judges the um the banter on the runway the banter with the girls on stage she has been the best judge and i i would love to see more of fred period such a good balance between shady and sweet heartfelt and catty everything you want from a drag queen really yeah. you know just like heart in the right place but not afraid to throw a bit of shade and yeah. read a bitch i declare her one of the best judges of the world <laughs> i do she's, she's so so good like props to your fred mama yeah um but what an amazing cast we've had 10 beautiful amazing girls who i think have had like a great opportunity to showcase their skills but like aesthetics really really top notch yep. every single one of them love so them. holland's drag race season two you have that to live up to mm-hmm. yep and also you need now you need to storm the competition the way envy did envy is now in the four wins club yes. not only that she's in the snatch game winners club yeah and she also was in another thing what was the other one uh never in the bottom club never in the bottom never in the straight bottom. to the top so she she in terms of venn diagrams of drag race i think she's unique snatch game winner Never yeah. in the bottom. Uh-huh. Four wins. I think she's the only, the only one. Because the only other four winners are Sh- Gigi, Shay, Sharon. They were all in the bottom at one time. No, Gigi wasn't. But And Gigi won Gigi won Snatch game. game too. But she didn't win the season. No. Oh, so there you go. If we so add close. that extra caveat. Sorry, Gigi. Yeah, so close. Squish, squish. All right. Look, let's end it up there. But be sure to know that we're still going to be podcasting. We're going to be throwing some stuff out the next week really we're going to keep our content going we'll, we'll, I really want to do Drag Race no sorry 
Dracula Resurrection very yep. soon. We can do Dracula stuff. We could also be looking at whatever. Whatever's going on, we'll talk about it. We'll make sure of it, okay? <laughs> so that's it. Thank you for joining us for the Pufta. The Pufta Awards. We said that with pride, the Pufta yeah. Awards. I'm standing up with my my fist on my chest. <laughs> and I'm saying it. The Pufta Awards. Well, you are a Pufta. Yeah. <laughs> we are Puftas. Yeah. I bless you with the Pufta. Thank you for joining us for the Pufta Awards for Holland Drag Race. We'll see you guys next time. This is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.